Breaking the generational cycle is the cycle that you're trying to break. And there are essentially two parts. There is the physical separation and there is the mental separation. And we often don't follow through on the mental separation. And that's what we're talking about in this episode 142 in the Bear in Mind podcast. A podcast that breaks it down so you can break the cycle for good. Now your host, Tara Rama, but you can call her T. When I often talk about how to stop yelling, and it's often we find that we're trying to break some sort of generational cycle around it. So Maybe our parents, our primary caregivers yelled, and now we find that when we're angry, our go-to reaction is to yell, and we want to break that cycle. And here I'm going to open up this cycle a bit broader, because I talk about breaking the cycle of yelling, which has to do with dealing with two very big emotions, anger and guilt. And if you are trying to break patterns from the previous generation with your current relationships, with your partner, with your children, there is one cycle that you are essentially trying to break. It's kind of like the overshadowing cycle to, and anger and guilt cycle fit into it if you're trying to stop yelling. And this is how I have put it into my head because when we talk about break the cycle, everyone kind of says, well, if I stop doing this behavior and it's not essentially that. It doesn't mean that you don't stop all the behaviors that your parents did or you continue continue it, some of the behaviors. It can look like that and often it will look like a set of behaviors. But really, when we're talking about breaking the cycle from the previous generations, so I'm talking about our parents, our primary caregivers, and then breaking it with, in a, if you're in a current relationship with somebody, with your partner, or with your children, it is the ability to separate yourself mentally from them. And I can tell you that it is not done. We often do the physical separation. And when we talk about physical separation is we move out of our home that we grew up in or the area that we grew up in, and we live somewhere else. So there's actually the physical separation, and then there's never the mental separation that happens when we're talking about breaking the cycle. Mental separation happens also when we become adults. It's emotional maturity. Mental separation does not mean we are in a lot of contact or not contact. It's not referring to that. It is how our mind works in our life, regardless of what is happening with the previous generation. And I'm going to use a very specific example because I can, I already feel like it sounds kind of vague. So I'm going to use my mother, the gift that keeps on giving. I love my mother. And I actually did a very big physical separation. I separated and moved to a different continent from her. Yet I had not separated, broken the cycle from her mentally. I spent a lot of time thinking about her. A lot of times that was very unconscious, and a lot of times it was very conscious, even to the point that some other people, 
mentioned it to me when I was physically separated, living on my own, having my own career. And someone would always say, oh, you always mention your mother. (laughs) And so that is what I'm going to break down into that mental separation. So when you look at, and I'm going to use my mother as an example, you can use anyone, you can even use your partner, you can use your child, is that you understand the separation is that you understand that how that other person thinks, feels, or whatever emotions they have, how they act, and the results that they create in their life have nothing to do with you. And that is a very difficult thing for us to separate from. A very specific example is my mother, every other day of my life, told me I was worthless and useless. She actually said those words to me. I would never amount to anything. And what happens, especially when our environment is filled, it influences us. But it doesn't mean that my mom created or said the truth to me and created the feelings I have as an adult where I was feeling really down about myself, where I was feeling really depressed about myself. As an adult, she was not responsible for me feeling terrible about myself. There is a separation. My mental anguish, my mental depression during this time had nothing to do with my mother. Those were my thoughts, my feelings, the actions I took from feeling sad all the time, and the results I was creating in my life were 100% mine. And here I'm talking about when you are emotionally mature. So this is after around the age of 25. When we are talking about younger children, they are still separate, meaning they are learning how to think. They're developing their cognitive skills. They're developing their emotions. They're trying to understand their emotions. So yes, we are influencing them. However, when your child is screaming (laughs) all day long, it has nothing to do with your parenting. It has to do with what emotion is going on. They don't have the full cognitive skills, but whatever sensations or emotions they're experiencing in that moment is 100% still them. And you have a really, I would say, a proportionate influence, especially if you have children in your daily life. If you're taking care of children 24-7, they're living with you, there is that influence. But they're being angry, hating you, screaming all day long, throwing things. It is not because of you. There is a separation between how your child behaves and how the parent behaves. And that is actually breaking the cycle. You are seeing how all of those things, how you think, how you feel, the behaviors you execute, the actions you take, how you react, overreact, whatever, all the results that you have in your life are separate from every single person. It is separate from that generation. So even if the other generation yelled, today you are yelling because of how you are thinking and feeling. It has been influenced. It does not mean meaning it's been influenced because you learned about emotions, you learned about anger, you learned how to handle anger for if you were at home for about 18 to 20 years, then you learned about emotions 
And so then you took that on and then you never questioned it up until now, up until you're listening to this podcast. Now you can question some of those things or reading a self-help book, anything like that. You begin to question it and it becomes, it comes up in your consciousness saying, okay, wait a minute. I am not, I want to handle my anger differently. And how do I find the way to handle my anger differently? Because I was taught that way. It still has nothing to do with your parents, how you were raised. You can stop yelling today. I am not useless because my mom said that. That was coming from how she was thinking. That was coming from how she was feeling. And that was coming from the act of saying that to me was coming from her. And so the result that she created for herself was not to feel connected to me. That's her result. And so it took me a really long time to see that. And I can tell you that I have broken the cycle because I do not spend an enormous amount of time thinking about my mother. In fact, the only time that I'm really, really thinking about her is when I was preparing for this podcast. And I no longer get upset or angry when I think about the words she said to me growing up. I can see that in my visually in my mind. And I talk about this in episode 35. It's an old, old episode still valid. It's an oldie but a goodie. And it's called create the creating the mind boundary. And in the sub thing, I put episode 35 so you can find it, but you need to scroll all the way to the beginning. And I talk about how we, our minds are a fence and it's not a solid brick wall. We're influencers of fence. Things can pass through the gate and the more conscious we become of it. We can allow things to influence us, allow things into the gate, or we can lock that gate and say, okay, you know what? My mom thought about me this way. That's on her side of the fence, and I'm not going to allow it anymore to enter on my side of the fence. Now, I don't have those thoughts about myself, and that is breaking the cycle. When I can put her on her side of her fence, have a gate, And consciously open that gate to say, okay, that's influencing. And I know what's influencing me, meaning I'm very conscious that those were influencing me. And it's okay. Those are my vulnerabilities. You are still going to be influenced if maybe somebody, a friend says, hey, you don't look very good in that dress. Hey, that's not the best um, style, hairstyle, haircut that you had. And I can say, okay, that affected me. I allowed that through the gate. It's, and I know that it's becoming from my thought. And the, usually the thought when somebody makes a criticism about my dress or my hair, it means I believe them or I, or I agreed with them. Or I th- I, maybe I'm angry because I think that they shouldn't say that. They shouldn't make a comment about my dress. And so then I can take ownership for thinking about what they said in a certain way and then feeling a certain way. And saying, okay, I allowed that through the gate. That was my vulnerability. I'm affected by that and I'm conscious of it. And then I can course correct that and I can understand it, move through that emotion. Now, this is a very big topic of talking about breaking the cycle and giving back people ownership to their own thinking especially our parents, to their own thinking, their own feelings, even today when we are adults, their actions, their results, let's say we want them to take better care of themselves and they don't, giving that back to them and understanding that that is coming from their mind and how, and all of that is their responsibility. 
It doesn't mean we don't show up in a loving, caring way. It means we give ownership to how they're thinking, feeling, and behaving and the results they're creating in their life. We give it back to them and we don't take it upon ourselves. The episode to go back to where I use the fence analogy, this episode 35 is called Creating the Mind Boundary, and I will check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.